mystery, a fairy tale, a fable. What is the genre of our book today? Fiction or non-fiction, tell me, do you think you're able to guess from the title or the cover illustration? Is this a book of poems or a book of information? Tell me, what sort of story do we have today? Look, what is the genre of our book? Welcome back to Redemptive Tales. This is Amy Embody getting ready to read to you today a Thanksgiving story called Pop-Pop Plants a Tree. Do you call your grandfather Pop-Pop? Well, some of our children do. And this is about a very real grandfather, my father, who was a forester. That meant he loved to take care of trees. So this is called Pop-Up Plants a Tree. Sally and Lisa sneaked up behind Grandma and dipped their fingers into the whipped cream. Girls, get those fingers out of the bowl, Grandma scolded gently. You don't want to spoil your appetite for Thanksgiving dinner. The cousins left the kitchen, licking their fingers and looking for Audrey to see if she wanted to play Prairie Girls out in the barn. Last Thanksgiving, they had found a kitten there, mewing and hungry in the hay. Audrey had gotten to keep that kitty, and who knew what they might find out there this year. Besides, it wasn't much fun in the house. Audrey's little brother, Ross, was already taking his nap. All the grown-ups seemed cross and distracted and wouldn't play games or listen to stories as they usually did. The girls had tried to put on a show, as they had done so many times before, but the aunts and uncles seemed hardly to notice and didn't get any of the jokes. They found Audrey in the back bedroom closet where all the toys and dress-ups were kept. She was trying on one of the old-fashioned bonnets, the one with yellow sunflowers on it, the one that Annie had always worn. Sally usually wore the blue gingham, Lisa the pink polka dots, and Audrey the brown calico. One of the aunts had brought four bonnets for four cousins several years ago, so the girls could pretend to be prairie girls. Why are you wearing Annie's bonnet? Lisa asked indignantly. I just wanted to see what it felt like to be Annie for a minute. Audrey explained. I just wanted to see what I look like in yellow instead of brown. Well, I don't think you should just go wearing her bonnet just because she isn't here, said Lisa. I don't like that. Lisa, Annie wouldn't mind, Sally said. Annie's with Jesus now. She doesn't mind about things like that. She's having a lot of fun in heaven. Still... Lisa said, and she threw her pink polka dot bonnet in the box and left the room. Sally sighed. She patted Audrey's hand. Lisa just gets mad about stuff like that, she said. She gets mad at me, too, if I ever say anything about Annie that isn't what she likes. I don't know what's the matter with her. Well, I'm getting tired of it. Audrey answered, because I miss Annie, too. We all do, said Sally. 
When the food was finally ready and all the aunts and uncles and cousins were seated, Grandma set the huge platter of turkey in front of Pop Pop. Everyone held hands, making a big circle around the table and bowed their heads as Pop Pop prayed. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your many blessings. Guide and direct us in all that we do. Be with each one who is here at this table and with each one who is not here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Later that afternoon, when everyone had eaten their dinner and everyone had eaten their pie and everyone was very, very full, most of the aunts fell asleep on the sofas. Most of the uncles fell asleep on the floor while a football game played on TV. Usually, this was the time when the cousins knew they could have a long pretend without any of the aunts or uncles asking them to help set the table or peel potatoes or fold napkins. All of the work was finished for the day. So Sally and Lisa and Audrey were very surprised to see Pop-Pop go out the door with his big boots on and head for the shed where he kept his tools. Without a word, the three girls tiptoed over and around the sleeping grown-ups and followed him out to the shed. What are you doing, Pop-Pop? they asked him. Pop-Pop picked up his shovel and pointed to six little pots on the floor of the shed. Each of you carry two pots, he answered, and come with me. The girls hoisted the pots. They were heavier than they looked and scrambled after Pop-Pop. Each of the pots had a little tree in it, a Christmas sort of a tree with sharp blue-green needles and a pointy top. The trees smelled piney and fragrant and filled the girls' minds with thoughts of peppermints and cocoa and gingerbread houses to decorate and eat on New Year's Eve. When Pop-Pop reached an open place not far from the house, he stood looking over it for a moment, then thrust his spade into the hard earth and pushed it further in with his booted foot. The girls watched as he dug a hole, then reached for one of the pots and turned it upside down. Gently he jiggled the pot until the little tree came out, with a ball of dirt clinging to its roots. This is the time for planting evergreens, Pop-Pop said, as he fit the tree into the hole he had dug and carefully filled in the hole with dirt. Now you step on it a little, not too hard, but hard enough that the rainwater won't sit in there in a puddle, he continued, pressing on the dirt around the base of the tree with the toe of his boot. When the little tree was planted, he placed each of the five remaining pots evenly in a circle around it. One by one, he dug a hole and planted a tree until there was a ring of tiny Christmas trees dancing around the center tree. Now, said Pop-Pop, as he pointed to the tree in the middle, this one is for Annie. He waved his shovel toward the other trees. These three are for each of you girls, and that one there is for Ross. But there's an extra one, 
Lisa exclaimed, counting carefully. That's for Sally's baby sister, who'll be born after Christmas, Pop-Pop answered as he picked up his shovel. Some day those trees will be full grown. Their branches will touch each other and it will look like they're dancing in a circle. Like us, Lisa exclaimed, grabbing Audrey and Sally by the hands. Like us, dancing with Annie in heaven someday. That's right, said Pop-Pop. Well, I hope you enjoyed that story. I wrote that story as I was remembering the real Annie. Did you know she really is already in heaven, waiting for her cousins to come and join her? Blessings to you at this Thanksgiving time from all of us at the Center for Redemptive Education. Join us next time for Redemptive Tales. Tell me what sort of story do we have?